Welcome to the Text and Rock Show. Ancient Story, Better Tomorrow. Let's begin. So the major eras of interpretation really across religious texts, if they're old enough, if they're newer, they may not include all of these. But just speaking from the Bible, which I love, it is a joy to study the Bible. But the major interpretation eras, starting in late antiquity, is allegory. We have things happening that bother us, that bother our sensibilities in late antique culture. And so we're going to use allegory to make certain things stand for other things. Certain images stand for other images, right? And so we're going to insert other things that we value into the happenings of the text. Like we're going to find Jesus all over the Hebrew Bible, and we're going to find uh, Satan all over the Hebrew Bible. And what we're doing is we're actually inserting our worldview back into the Bible. It's very similar to when people want to go back to the Bible and find an answer to modern issues that the Bible doesn't really speak about. I mean, how could it, right? So late antiquity moves to allegorize to explain away the things in the text that bother it. In the Middle Ages, you have this great shift to systems of thought. We want to view the text as revelation and then go back and make it all match into one theology or logos, logic, about theos, God. And so we want to come up with a system of the way the text works and make it all match so that we have a working system of God. And this runs all the way through the Reformation. The systems of the Reformation and the counter-Reformation of people like Calvin or Luther are still very middle-age modes of thought. They're trying to get God down to a system of how God works and God's world down to a system of how God's world works and scripture down to a system of how it works. It's theology, which is interesting because up until theology starts, you have story. You basically have stories and they may keep in Jewish literature two stories that are completely different side by side. And so the game of theology is somehow making them match, right? Now, when the Great Enlightenment happens, the same thing happens in the study of religious texts as was happening everywhere else. Just like we now want to categorize all of the bugs, understand how the planets work and rotate and spin, we also want to see what's under the hood for the first time of our religious texts. And this is the dawn, the Enlightenment is the dawn of the age of modern interpretation, where we're now going to try to explain the details behind every text and figure out how it works. And so we're going to ask, well, what is an Ammonite? 
what would what would daily life really have been like for ancient Israel? All of the things that when you go to church and you feel like the person teaching is doing a running commentary on all the things behind the things behind the text and informing you of the backstory, if they're really heavy on that, it's because they're, well, they're coming after 200 years of modern interpretation of asking what are the big details under the hood of this text that will explain it better and give us more precise answers. Culture now is in a very postmodern frame of mind. Most people are very skeptical of meta-narrative, of applying one story over all people. And instead, they're more likely to say, you know, is your story meaningful or helpful for you? Does your little t truth story help you name the larger T that we can never name perfectly better, right? And so what you're seeing is a lot more focus on human thriving as we read the texts of the ancient world. We're pulling it forward, not just in church, things that have become really popular like the Daily Stoic. Um, Thousands of people hundreds of thousands of people, maybe a million, saying, I'm going to live out the central tenets of the Stoics. But when they pull it forward, they're very much focused on human thriving and the best life possible for their personal narrative. Well, this is a postmodern way of going at ancient texts. So those are like the big movements, allegory, systems of thought, modern scientific exploration of texts and also rocks like archaeology and then postmodern interpretation of lots of stories are valuable. So is mine for me. So is yours for you. These are the major cultural shifts that have happened in reading all ancient sacred texts. And the more you're aware of it, the more you can kind of see what's being explained and how it's being explained and understand what's going on when you're in a religious setting or a cultural discussion. But you can also really go back to your ancient literature and enjoy it and let go of some of the baggage of, oh, the Middle Age attempt to make it all match into one theology instead of recognizing, well, this has lots of authors and lots of stories over about a thousand years of formation, and that's okay. And there's good stuff in it and stuff in it that seems backwards, and that's okay too. You can see when someone's operating in a very modern way and trying to explain all of the details that went into us arriving at that text and what it says and maybe giving you comparative literature. I use modern lenses all the time for the text and rock show, but then usually when I'm applying it to life, like saying, well, how does this text actually help? I want to get really postmodern and I want to say, well, what's your story? How can this help your story? How can this story from the past help your story today? Does that make sense? So there's a little backdrop on how I'm thinking about biblical interpretation, not just as this is the way we do it. When some people say, well, the Bible means, or the the word of God says, what they mean is it, it says what their tradition says, or they're reading it, they're reading meaning in light of their tradition, and there are actually lots of those, and that's okay. So you can hold it a little more loosely with more levity 
And you can really enjoy it as ancient story again. Go back to, as Matis Yahoo would say, the land of the rainbow where the buffalo roam. And things haven't, uh, things haven't become such a battle to be right all the time. But instead, we're going to enter into the magic world where an animal might talk to you, a miracle might happen. But we're naming meaning and we're mapping the divine and we're mapping ourselves. And it's so beautiful. Once you kind of understand the bigger playing field. All right, that's what I got for you today. That's like my rant before Eric comes over for these episodes. Went a little long, but I bet that's some big hooks for you to kind of get started with. And remember the rules of the road. I know that stretched you, so sit with it. All right, bye, text and rockers. Be good to one another. Catch you real soon. This has been the Text and Rock Show. This episode was influenced by audio track Trouble Letting Go by the Ava Brothers, Dan Sperber's book, Explaining Culture, and the lectures of Dr. David Aaron, professor of Bible and Interpretation at Hebrew Union College Jewish Institute of Religion. The Text and Rock Show is the creative work of Mark Schaefer and Eric Madison. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes drop. If the show adds value to your life, please consider leaving them a review or sharing Textandrock with a friend. You can explore other Textandrock digital productions or contact Mark and Eric by simply clicking the link in the show notes. Oh, Phil, man, this is a good friend of mine. Hey, Phil. Nice to meet you. Yeah, I'm Mark. Nice to meet you, Mark. Yeah, that was so great. Thanks for playing. Well, thanks for being here. Yeah, we're just hanging out. Man, it sounded pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. With Jess? Yes. Oh, man. You guys sound like you've played together a lot. We've played a long time You're super tight. We're we're kind of finding a groove. Yeah. 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 Oh, she's just so amazing. It is a... It's 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 a joy it really yeah. to yeah. to play with these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the luckiest guy around. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well man, I'll get a hold of you. Is your um